الله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن هذا القرآن يهدي للتي هو أقوم ويبشر المؤمنين ويبشر المؤمنين الذين يعملون الصالحات أن لهم أجرا حسنا وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إنها ستكون فتنة فقال علي رضي الله عنه ما المخرج منها يا رسول الله قال كتاب الله أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام صدق الله صدق الله مولانا العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الحبيب الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين ورب صلي وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم وزل الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله First, we apologize for coming late. We're going to put it on the road. <coughs> Ninety days have passed since the war in Gaza has commenced. Ninety days of bombing, relentless bombing, genocide, loss of lives, loss of infrastructure, no water, no electricity. And impossible in our understanding for someone to survive in such kinds of circumstances and conditions. The world is looking in shock and in amazement. Shock at the fact that no one in the world, no policy makers in the world can come to their assistance. Besides, Alhamdulillah, our country has taken a very bold stance. Well, Allah make it successful. Make it a means of a lot of khair and goodness for our country. And may Allah give guidance to the policy makers and the government of our country. So, in shock that no one can do anything. Muslim countries all around, but no one can help. No one can come to the aid of their brothers and sisters. Not only sharing the same religion with them, same deen, but even Arabs like them. So that is the shock that the world is looking at, look, looking with. And then the amazement and the admiration with which the world is looking, that we admire these people. They are managing to persevere. The resilience that they are showing is something that perhaps we have not seen in our lifetime. Under that difficult conditions, where we complaining about four to five hours, there are 90 days, no electricity whatsoever. Nothing, no infrastructure. And despite all of that, the response of these people, the emotions of these people, Samidun, that's a common word that they express, Samidun, that we are remaining firm. From young children to old people, every strata of society, Every class, we will find the similar type of sentiments and emotions coming out. Hasbunallahu wa ni'mal wakil. That ayat of Quran, الَّذِينَ قَالَ لَهُمُ النَّاسُ إِنَّ النَّاسَ قَدْ جَمَعُوا لَكُمْ فَخْشَوْهُمْ فَزَادَهُمْ إِيمَانًا وَقَالُوا حَسْبُنَاللَّهُ wa ni'mal wakil. We are seeing it playing live in Gaza today. When they are threatened that the army and the coalition have ganged up against you, فَخْشَوْهُمْ be afraid of them. Fazadahum imana. This only increases them in iman. Wakalu hasbunallahu wa ni'mal wakil. 
and the response is Allah is sufficient for us. Old people, young people, children, women, whether it's a journalist, what will make a journalist continue going and giving coverage of what's going on in the worst type of, of situations? What will allow or make a doctor continue and persevere in the hospital when he knows that the hospital is being surrounded? And within a few days he can be taken as captive. What will make him do that? That's the question that we need to ask ourselves and that's the lesson that we need to take and inshallah what I wish to discuss today. So respected friends, every tabaqa and every class of society, not just the elite perhaps, those that are very pious, but everyone, this is common under these kind of dire circumstances and they're giving this kind of response. Ayat of Quran are on their lips all the time. What is the secret? What is the mystery behind this? So that inshallah if we try and bring this in our life, then it will make some type of change or major changes in our life. One is obviously respected friends. These people are enjoying a very very strong level of divine assistance. Help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There are many ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which specifically relate to this piece of land. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made prophecies regarding this land. It's a topic on its own. I had discussed it in previous du'as. I don't wish to go into the details of these ahadith. Just one hadith from this hadith. For us to understand the perspective. Why are these people responding in this way? And that is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned when fitna and challenges happen in my ummah, challenges relating to the iman of my ummah, then iman will be in Sham. This area of Palestine and Gaza is the heart of Sham. Entire area was Sham. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam testified that iman will be found among these people. So when they have that kind of divine assistance, Allah has taken responsibility to take care of these people of Sham. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa says. So they enjoy a very, very divine assistance, special divine assistance which they enjoy. But what is giving them that level of iman? So there were a few reports that I came across. Amazing. Some of these things we may have heard randomly. Sirru sumudi ahli Gaza. What is the secret behind the resilience of the people of Gaza? And that is nothing else besides the attachment to Kitabullah, to the Quran and Majid. Amazing attachment to Quran. Amazing attachment to Quran. And they have found that this is the secret. This is the way one of the representatives of the, of the ministry of Islamic studies, he mentioned... He said, it's the shortest way to the doors of Aqsa. Our attachment to Quran will be the shortest road for us to reach the doors of Masjid al-Aqsa. Their whole objective is to liberate Masjid al-Aqsa. They are doing a very, very great favor. Not a favor, but a fard, an obligation of the entire ummah they are fulfilling, these people. Very special people. So they have chosen and they have understood. In 1992, they realized that we need to make a change. We need to create a revolution. And that revolution was called 
the revolution Tawratun Qur'aniyah, a revolution of Qur'an, a revolution of Qur'an. They call this entire mission that they started and this project that they started, Tarbiyatu Abnai Ahli Ghazza ala mawaidil Qur'anil Kareem wa Sunnatun Nabawiyah. That we will make tarbiyat of our children on the duster khan, on the tablecloth of Qur'an and Sunnah. Let us understand, respected friends, we're seeing the culmination of it. We're seeing the fruits of the efforts where we can't understand mind-boggling perseverance, resilience, how a person can walk up to a tank and place an explosive. We can't understand. It's beating human intellect. But this is the power of Qur'an. They understood in 1992, if we want something to happen, if we want to see a change, then we will have to make a change. And the change they made was they started creating a whole generation that's attached to Qur'an. 1992, 32 years ago they started. They started this project of attachment to Qur'an Sharif. So firstly, they started halaqat, circles of tahfidul Qur'an, hifz of Qur'an. They say, Alhamdulillah, hifz classes in our country. So many hifz classes. How many hifz jalsas we just witnessed? MashaAllah, it's a great thing. But it doesn't stop just having a jalsa and then to say, well, my child has become hafiz of Qur'an. Is my child living that hifz of Qur'an? That is where the effect will be seen. So they started off with tahfidul Qur'an, then focusing on tajweed and qiraat, then focusing on tadabbur, pondering on the message of Qur'an, understanding what Allah wants from me, pondering on the message of Qur'an, then going to the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then what about those that are handicapped, those that are special needs, they started hives and Qur'an classes for these people, then what about the elders, we've taken care of the children, kibaru sin, the elders, focusing on their hymns. Then they moved on. Why must these circles of Qur'an remain in the masajid? We will take these halaqat of Qur'an to every place. They took the circles of Qur'an to the hospitals. You will be shocked at the resilience of the doctor because that doctor is a product of that halaqa of tahfidul Qur'an. The, there's halaqat. There are circles of Qur'an in the hospitals. Circles of Qur'an in the army bases, among the police, the elite force of the Kataib al-Qassam is known as Katibatul Hufaz. The Hufaz battalion, 10,000 Hufaz, not just those that memorize Quran, but those that read Quran in Tahajjud, those that are particular about their Salah, they are living Quran. Only when they reach a certain standard, they are allowed to be part of this. And they progress, or they... they, they their progress or demotion depends on the level of attachment they have for Qur'an. Now when these people get that kind of shahadat that the world is marveling over, ash-shaheedu sajid, that hafiz of Qur'an, Taysir Abu Ta'ima, who gives his life as a shaheed in Sajda, you think how that happened? That happened because of some, a lot of effort before that. It doesn't just happen like that. It's attachment to Qur'an. He belonged to the same Katibatul Hufaz, this Hufaz Brigade. So respected friends, this is the effort they made on Qur'an. Again, the point is, lesson for us to take. What lessons we need to take? Apply this. They thought of a plan. How are we going to create a revolution? 
How are we going to reach Masjid Al-Aqsa? How are we going to defeat this enemy and this occupier? We will do it through attaching ourselves to Quran. Then they moved on. In the prisons, those that have been committing crimes, they will also join the circles of Quran. When a prisoner leaves the prison, many a times he is leaving as a hafiz of Quran. When summer holidays, Mukhayyam Tajil Waqar, they started a summer camp called the Crown of Honor. Because the Hafiz's parents would be given a crown of honor. honor. So Mukhayyam Tajil Waqar, that camp, summer camp, summer holidays won't be spent in idle pursuit. It won't be spent on the beachfront on New Year's night. Summer holidays of our children will be spent learning Quran. This is the revolution that they created. Then there was a drive. Every house of Gaza needs to have minimum one Hafiz of Quran, if not more. Until, respected friends, some people have said that if you want to change the name of Gaza, the new name you can give to Gaza is Madinatul Ufaz. The city of Ufaz, thousands of Ufaz, 1,300 centers of, of, of Quran memorization before, before, the, before the war commenced. A small piece of land, 365 square kilometers, not a big place, but 1,300 centers of Quran, 9,000 halaqat and circles of Quran. For those that have come later on, the Sunnah Salah was, uh, was, was performed before the, before the bayan. So inshallah, after the bayan, we will say, go on to the khutbah, so we can perform our Sunnah Salah. So Madinatul Quran, another name for Gaza. When they started something unique, respected friends, unique in the world, Safwatul Hufaz, the cream of the crop of the Ufaz. What is this? It happened for two years, 2022-2023. That in one sitting, in one sitting, a person will recite the whole Quran. Majlisu Sardil Quran. Only allowed one mistake per para. Ufaz, you can see whether we make it. There is an examination before it. Examination before it. In the last one in August, 15th of August 2023, three and a half thousand applicants for that. Three and a half thousand applicants, 1,471 qualified. In one day, in one masjid, 1,471 people reciting Quran and making khatam of Quran. Starting from Fajr, ending off and the khatam happens before Mahmoud. Youngest was eight years old, eldest was 72 years old. Youngest, eight years old, youngest Hafiz, eldest 72 years old, 26 special needs, 163 teachers, 34 police officers, and 90 medical staff. Now again, respected friends, when that doctor is remaining so firm, most probably it's highly possible that that doctor recited Quran in one sitting. What must be the level of attachment to Quran? For him to bring his level of Quran on that level, that he can recite Quran in one sitting. So that is the level, respected friends. A few weeks ago, there was a report of one of the doctors, very high profile in the, in the, in the Ministry of Health. His family was attacked. His young daughter became Shahida. And he's saying, oh Allah, this is a, a daughter of mine that I made a hafiza of Quran. She was getting ready to recite Quran in that one sitting. And then he said an amazing statement. Respected friends, every time I think of it and every time I say it, it sends a shiver down my spine. 
He says, Allah, Ya Rabb, خذ من, خذ من دماءنا حتى ترضى. Oh Allah, take how much of blood makes you happy. Oh Allah, take how much of our blood makes you happy. Ya Rabb, خذ من أولادنا حتى ترضى. He is seeing the janaza of his children. He says, oh Allah, take how many children makes you happy. Now what will make that doctor speak like that respective sin? There's another power behind it. And most probably, we can only attribute it to the power of Quran. This was the effect, 32 years of effect. 32 years of effect. In the last one, so the person, the, the representative for the Ministry of Religious Affairs, so he mentioned, he mentioned that our hope is that from these Hufas, there will be one of them that will be performing the two rakat of Fatah in Baytul Muqaddas. He will be reading the two rakats when Allah gives victory to Baytul Muqaddas. It will be this young, these youngsters that will be reciting that salah. Tawratun Qur'aniyya. And they say, amazingly, they say, this is perhaps the reason why they started this whole initiative. They say in the opening verses of Surah Bani Israel, we have heard it many a times, Allah speaks about the Jews, about the Banu Israel, about the rebellion, and how when they moved away from deen, they lost control of Masjid al-Aqsa. When they came back, Allah gave them control. When they moved away again, Allah took the control. And at the end, immediately after speaking about this, Allah says, Asa rabbukum ayyahamakum wa in uttum udna. Allah will have mercy on you perhaps and give you control. But if you move away, we will take it away again. The next ayat after this, This is what they mentioned. I couldn't find it in the tafsir kitab, the little that I saw. But this is the link that they found. They say that immediately after speaking about control of Masjid al-Aqsa, Allah speaks about Quran guiding to the straightest path. So the link that they found, if we want the control of Masjid al-Aqsa, then we have to build our attachment to Quran. Suspected friends, they made tarbiyat of their children. And Allah made it such, Allah made it such that this war has unfolded. But those children are not losing heart. A youngster, there was a report of a youngster. There was a need for stitches. There was no type of anesthetic that was available. That child reads Quran, that was his anesthetic. That was what worked for him so that he forgets the pain. This is the effort that they made on Quran. Respected friends, it goes on. There's many things that we could, we could speak. But this now, we see that across the world, people are interested in Quran. That there's so much of interest in Quran, so much in, interest in deen, in the West, on a daily basis. There are so many conversions, so many people entering into the fall of Islam. And many of them have said that when we saw the resilience of these people, we went to investigate what is the secret behind it. And the secret was Quran. Now it's a time for reflection for us. The Quran is working for them and inshallah it will work for them and they will see that dream that it will be the shortest road, road for them to the doors of Masjid al-Aqsa. It has created that revolution in them. We even mentioned that there's a lot of coverage from the enemy regarding these majalis of, of, of memorizing of Quran and the Quran in one sitting. Why? Because they understand that this is going to defeat them. They understand that they can't influence our children and their minds because of the attachment to Quran. Today we're facing a major problem with our next generation. The zihni irtidad, the intellectual apostasy, questions regarding deen, moving so far away from deen 
that we have to hear of reports and read of reports of Muslim young boys and girls that are intoxicated and they are causing so much of problem. Respected friends, we also require something. We require a revolution with our children. Now is the ideal time to create this revolution. We've seen how it's working. And inshallah, it will reach its success point, inshallah. We have that hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We need to create that revolution in our lives. Allah only knows what the future holds for us. We don't know what the future holds for our children. If they have to go through even one small fraction of what these people are going through, will they be able to remain firm on Iman? If we have to go through that, will we be able to say, Hasbunallah wa ni'mal wakil? Will we be able to express that level of riba and taslim and happiness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? friends, we're seeing this happening. We have witnessed so much, so many, so many ifs, jalsas and ifs khatams. It's the beginning of the new academic year. Let us make important decisions. Let us make the right decision that the dini talim of my child is primary. The second, the, the, the worldly education is secondary. Not that I won't give my child that education, but not if it's compromising the dini. Otherwise, my child will never be able to respond in that way. The slightest thing that challenges his iman, Allah forbid that child will leave the fall of Islam. If our children can't recite Quran, respected friends, and yes, many of us will be shocked if we have to test our children Quran. They can't recite Quran. Many a times they are coming to the masjid, they performing salah, but they can't read. From good homes, good communities, good families. The ulama, they have to discover these things when they make effort in communities. So let us make this the primary concern. Tawratun Qur'aniyya. We will be creating a revolution of Qur'an. One is the talim of the child. One is the child's hymns. But it doesn't stop there. Is my child thereafter living his life according to Qur'an? Is he maintaining that standard of Qur'an? So this year, in 2023, was the second Safatul Hufaz, the second Majlis of Khatam of Qur'an. They encouraged those that came in the first one that they should come for the second one to make sure that your Qur'an remains intact. To make sure that the standard of your Qur'an doesn't drop. How many of us have that concern? My child finishes five years ago. What is the level of the Qur'an of my child? Let me make some arrangements for my child to go and do his door of Qur'an. What is the level? Is my home environment conducive to my child memorizing Qur'an? Many a times that is the biggest shortfall, the biggest problem for the child is that the home environment is not conducive to Qur'an. So he's learning Qur'an, he's making effort. He comes home, all the darkness in the home. Is, what happens in the weekend, the outings where the family goes for holiday, etc. is all anti-Qur'an. So we are not making that environment conducive for our children to create that revolution of Qur'an. And then respected friends, the month of Ramadan is round the corner. Just more than two months left for the month of Ramadan. The month of Qur'an. Let every one of us make a, revolu- make a resolution that we will create this revolution in our lives, that we will start reciting Qur'an. If we're not reciting any amount of Qur'an, start with one page of Qur'an also, but with dedication every day. If we say, I can't manage one page, we're giving discount today. Three ayat of Qur'an every day. And we start progressing, progressing, progressing. There must not be a day in our life that passes. There must not be a day that comes on our home where there's no recitation of Qur'an and Majeed. If you look at our elders, the older people of our community, our grandparents, etc., they may have not had so many hufaz, 
but daily they had Quran in their lives. They saw the blessings of that in their lives. They saw the muhabbah. They didn't have so much of the material. They didn't have houses, but they had homes. They didn't have houses, but they had homes. They had that unity. They had that love. They had the barakat of Quran in our lives. So we will make a dedicated effort to start reciting Quran. Inshallah, when the month of Ramadan comes, we will be able to make khatam of Quran. We will enjoy the Taraweeh Salah. We will not feel it a burden. We will feel that attachment and connection to Quran. And then respected friends, Alhamdulillah, in this masjid it happened for so many years. Hazrat Muhammad Muhammad every morning, tafsir of Quran. Let us take, let us, let us take benefit of these opportunities that we have. Other places as well, tafsir of Quran that are held by the ulama. Let us try and understand the message of Quran and thereafter implement it in our lives. Just as it has created a revolution among the people of Gaza. We have created a generation of Quran. And we seeing the, the world is seeing in admiration. And the world is seeing in, in astonishment. How are these people persevering? The report was, Sirru sumudi ahli Gaza. The secret behind the, behind the resilience of the people of Gaza. By a person from Gaza. Who is a product of these systems as well. It is the attachment to Quran Sharif. Allah isn't their plight. Allah give them the victory. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow it to be, to be a revolution in our life. Our attachment to Quran and practice on Quran. Wa sallallahu ala sayyidina wa maulana muhammadi wa alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.
من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطيع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصي الله ورسوله فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على سيدنا محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر رضي الله تعالى عنه وشدهم في أمر الله عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه واصدقهم حيان عثمان رضي الله تعالى عنه وأقضاهم علي رضي الله تعالى عنه وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنها والحسن والحسين سيدا شباب أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنهما وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله رضي الله تعالى عنه اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا رضوان الله تعالى عليهم وعن كل الصحابة أجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم وخير أمتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم اللهم انصر إخواننا المستضعفين في فلسطين اللهم احفظهم من بين أيديهم ومن خلفهم وعن إيمانهم وعن شمائلهم ومن فوقهم ومن تحتهم اللهم استر أوراتهم ومن روعاتهم اللهم عليك باليهود الغاصبين اللهم خذهم أخذ عزيز مقتدر عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وإنها عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيذكم لعلكم تذكرون قال تعالى فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروني ولا تكفرون الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين 
إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَاهُ فِي لَيْلَةِ الْقَدْرِ وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا لَيْلَةُ الْقَدْرِ لَيْلَةُ الْقَدْرِ خَيْرٌ مِنْ أَلْفِ شَهْرٍ تَنَزَّلُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ وَالرُّوحُ فِيهَا بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهِمْ مِنْ كُلِّ أَمْرٍ سَلَامٌ هِيَ حَتَّى مَطْلَعِ الْفَجْرِ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ سَمِعَ اللَّهُ لِمَنْ حَمِدَهُ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين ألم تر كيف فعل ربك بأصحاب الفيل ألم يجعل كيدهم في تضليل وأرسل عليهم طيرا أبابيل ترميهم بحجارة من سجيل فجعلهم كعصف مأكول الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم صل وسلم على رسول الله صلى الله عليه 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 وسلم على رس
فَأَغْنِنَا بِفَضْلِكَ مِنْ شُرَكَ رَبَّنَا تَقَبَّلْ مِنَّا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ وَتُبْ عَلَيْنَا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ التَّوَّابُ الرَّحِيمُ قُلْ اللَّهُ عَنَّا نَبِيَّنَا مُحَمَّدٌ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ بِمَا هُوَ أَهْلُهُ وَصَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَى سَيِّدِنَا وَمُولَانَا مُحَمَّدٍ وَآلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ أَجْمَعِينَ آمِينَ بِرَحْمَتِكَ وَأَرْحَمَ